Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the final hours, final days of 2019. We are the Sideline Junkies. This is the DC Sports Rundown. Myself, the big man, they call me the boss man. I'm BJ. I got the big guy, lifelong, diehard, burgundy and gold, bleeding, Drew Brees, socks at times wearing, my man, big guy KG. What's going on, baby? What's going on, man? Uh, I, I should say uh, welcome back to everybody, because if you listen to the previous episode, which was just posted and done maybe 20 minutes ago, so go back and check that out with the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. We did our final WrestleManiac show of 2019. Hey, man, I always give y'all props. WrestleManiacs is a treat, man. It really is because anytime you get people that are knowledgeable and passionate, you can be knowledgeable about something. You know, a lot of, you know, people have learned, you know, everybody can't teach it. Everybody can't relate what they're thinking. So you can be knowledgeable as hell about something and, and not being able to coach or teach or relay that speaking. But y'all do it very well, and I, I love it. So, but that's not why we're here on this episode, though, baby. <laughs> that's not why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Redskins fan and you're a lifelong Redskins fan, or you know you're a young Redskins fan, today, Monday, December thirtieth, two thousand nineteen, is a day that Redskins Nation has been waiting for for the last 10 years and probably the last three years, probably the, 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 the pot on the back has been really boiling and spilling over to the point where there's no more water in it and the pot is about to catch fire. Bruce Allen has been totally, let me repeat that, totally relieved of his duties in Ashburn, Redskin Park. If you don't know what that means, he is no longer with the Redskins in any capacity. If this is something that you've been waiting for, you got your wish. And I think this is 100% of Redskins fans have been waiting for this day, KG. I, I will definitely agree with that because uh, and I I, I, I was talking to you last night. I thought about it. Ever since the whole Scott McLuhan debacle, I've been waiting for it. But I haven't really been able to say much because, I mean, he was still president of football operations, basically, and still basically the GM. And I didn't see it in there. But, hey, the final nail in the coffin was another double-digit loss season. Another, Ten years, yes, one winning season. No playoff wins. No playoff wins. Uh, NFC East Championship in 2015. But, and, uh, wait, wait, let me see, 10 years, that's old now. Yeah, well, he got, he got two playoff runs, 2012 and 2015. And both uh, and two NFC East championships. But in 10 years, do the math. That doesn't equal up to success. That doesn't equal up to turning the corner. 
Yeah, just, and, and and the thing is, is I think over the last, want to say last year and a half, the team, the franchise, the organization as a whole has become the laughing stock of the league. And when you get to that point, they said, you know, the owner, Dan Snyder, had a independent, you know, people come in and advise him. So, so far, and we haven't even scraped the surface of what's going on at Redskins Park, okay? But right now, they're advising him very good because we talked about this at Nas and KG. It, it, for me, if you wanted to get a coach that could come in here and turn this culture around, turn this franchise around, bring respect, bring discipline back here to the field, to the locker room, that couldn't be done under Bruce Allen. No, I, I just I just didn't feel like any coach with a brain would come here to take this. You were going to get a whole bunch of the Jay Gruden's of the world where this would be their first coaching job and, you know, they'd be like, well, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make the best of that situation. I get to be the coach. That's not the person you need right now. Um, it was speculated that Ron Rivera was supposed to be announced today, but that's still on ice right now. Um, you know, it's, it's been so many reports that uh, him and Dan Snyder were at dinner, this, that, and the other. Um, that he was going to be hired and bringing Steve Wilkes for for defensive coordinator. It's so much stuff. But, KG, let's get to the solid stuff. Who else besides Bruce Allen was let go today? Uh, head trainer Larry Hess, who's been with the team for 18 years. Uh, he was let go today, as well as the whole entire training and medical staff. And that's big. And that's that's you just said it before you went in air. I, I want I want you to say it out of your mouth with that is a direct Bruce Island and height and what what's the, the trainer name? I'm sorry. Uh, Larry Hess. Larry Hess. I want to call him height so bad. I'm gonna let you say what that is a direct relation to. Because you said it. Well, we all know uh, Bruce Bruce Allen and uh, Larry Hess, their firings are connected because of Trent Williams. They drew the ire of Trent Williams during the offseason, the way his uh, medical situation was handled, and it, it was handled badly from the get-go. Then it was handled badly over the summer, where they kind of tried to push it back on him. Well, we told you to go get it checked out, but you didn't. So, Hey, guess what? 18 years gone down the drain. 10 years gone down the drain. Um, as far as the training and medical staff go, the last four years have been abysmal when it comes to injuries. Darius Geis has only played five games in his whole entire NFL career, and he's going into year three next year. And it's for the same injury. First it was the torn ACL, then it was the hamstring, then it was the meniscus. Then they had to shut him down because the season was already done. I, I mean, that's not even counting the well, – what, what did they say yesterday? We had seven defensive backs on IR? Yeah. The showstopper on IR. 
Uh, hey, hey, br- Brandon Sheriff. Brother, we, we've said this on this show before. Since we've been podcasting, we, we've been saying that it's something's not right at Redskins Park because the injuries accumulate and pile up every season for like the last uh, I mean it's been really noticeable with the last three or four seasons. Yeah, about that long. Been, three or four. Yeah, yeah, I say really, last four. Really noticeable, especially on the offensive line. And you know, I know I want to give credit to the right person. I can't remember if it was B Mitch or or Doc on 980 that was saying if you keep having the same injuries, somebody has to say we're doing something wrong. Is it technique? Is it equipment? Are, are, you know, are we using the right cleats? You know, because a lot of the injuries on the offensive line were lower extremity, right? Yeah, it was sad for Brandon Sheriff. But that's the thing with Brandon Sheriff. He keeps tearing his pet. But remember, think back, and it's been longer than that. Now that I think about it, we're we talking about pecs being torn. Remember, Brian and Rackpo tore the same pec muscle three times, three seasons straight. So what are we talking about? How, how long ago was that? Oh, wow. Jeez, uh, Brian and Rackpo's retired now. But... You know, they brung in um one of the most renowned orthopedic surgeons to work on the staff. And I don't know why he's not. And when he was working on the staff, there was no. There, there was there was a, a decline in injuries, put it that way. Now I'm talking about Dr. James Andrews, who pretty much does everybody's ACL. And he did John Cena's shoulder. Um, I think he even did Triple H quad muscle. So, I mean, one one of the quads. But why is he not on the staff anymore? Why is he not uh, being a, an advisor? I, that's what I want to know. Uh, but uh, a, a rap pole. Good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> a rap pole. Let's see. What was that? That had to be 20... 2011? No, 2010. Uh, under Mike Shanahan. Nope, 1210 was a 2012. Yep. It was 2012. 2012. September 18th. He, uh, they placed him on IR. Torn pack muscle. It was 2012. Uh, Think it happened again in 2013. Nope. So he played in 2013, but it, it happened a couple of times. So, do you now? Let's let's go back. I know we're bouncing around, but let's go back to let's let's start with the coach. Do you like Ron Rivera as a hire for the Redskins? <sighs> Uh, who's my other choices? Who wants to come here? If I got to choose between him and Bill Callahan, Ron Rivera has the resume. He has the more recent resume. Um, Callahan did go to a Super Bowl also. Um, 
but, but when Cap, he piggybacked. Right, right. But so did Gruden, and Gruden's a guru because he took Tony Dungy's team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he's a, now now granted, Gruden is great when it comes to film breakdown. And working out like when they, they he was doing ESPN and he was taking the rookies and doing film school with them. Yeah, I love uh, yeah, because he he challenged them and I, I was like, okay, great. But Ron Rivera. <sighs> but see, I want I want to go back to what you said. Who, what choices do I have? I think you have a lot more choices now that Bruce Allen's out of that front office. I think your choices were super limited. I think that Ron Rivera is not going to come here unless Bruce added certain because this is like I said, this is the bottom of the barrel franchise right now. So when you when you when you go to a certain tier of coach, and I think Ron Rivera has two coach of the years. Yep, I think. Okay. Yeah. So when you when you get to a certain tier of coach. Certain criteria has to be met, especially when you come from well-run organizations. Uh, I know Eric Bieniemy doesn't have any head coaching experience, but it seems like the Chiefs are a well-run organization. So when you see a well-run organization and then you're coming to chaos, especially Ron Rivera, you you know how to write the ship and what needs to be done. Every and, and, and let's not pretend like. People don't talk in the league, you know, between themselves. They know what's going on here. You know, they know what's going on, what's not going on, you know, who needs who who needs this, that, and the other. I personally like the Ron Rivera hiring, if that's going to happen. Um, if that's going to happen, I think it brings discipline, accountability to a team that has been lacking this for the last – at least six years. How long did Jay Gruden coach? Uh, was six years. At least the last six years, been lacking accountability and discipline, and and putting people to the flame that's not performing. I I, I, I actually like that. High. It gives you a it gives you a veteran coach, a stable coach that knows how to run a team. They gave somebody their first shot, which, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You can go back and say, oh, you know, you shouldn't have gave Jay Gruden, you know, a chance. He was a first year. But you can also say Jay Gruden had his man in Kirk Cousins. If you had kept Kirk Cousins, that was a working offense. But yeah. that's, that's, ne- that's neither here or there. That's something else to talk about. Um, if this is going to happen and Steve Wilkes come in at the, as a defensive coordinator, does he run a 4-3? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Steve Wilkes does run the four three. Okay, I want. I want you already know what that means. I, I, I want to get to before you say that. I want to get to a comment that that was reported. I'm not going to say it came out of Dan's side of mouth because everything right now is just floating around in the air and being reported. It was reported that Dan side would prefer the team to play a four three versus a three four. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you right now on the sideline, junkies. On DC Sports Rundown, I don't give a damn what dance defense Dan Snyder wants to run. Uh, not one damn. Okay, what you do is you hire competent people. Okay, 
to run their scheme. If the coaches you're going to bring in run 46, 3-4, and they run nickel all damn game, that's none of your business. Your business is to put people in place that can do this. And I think Ron Rivera and Steve Wilkes would be a, a really good combination. Now, you know, that would mean Greg Monunsky is on. And it's been reported over the last week that uh, his super complex scheme it may be the reason why the defense is uh, not doing well. It's like, really? Are y'all, are y'all really just figuring that out? It, it, it's, it's, it's baffling. It, it's, it really pisses you off because it's like, Everybody wants this their damn their damn schemes to be super complex and and you know this that and the other and now you end up looking stupid because you have a team that, that is uh, defense in particular that is gravely underperforming gravely underperforming and you can't make simple adjustments from your super complex scheme you can't make simple adjustments to write the shit. And that's why he needs to go. So what were you going to say, KG? Well, you know for a fact if he's bringing Steve Wilkes with him. Now, we're just saying if. But we all know if if was the fifth, we'd all be drunk. So if he's bringing if Ron Rivera gets hired and if he brings Steve Wilkes, not only is uh, Minuski gone, so it's Tom Sula because Tom Sula said, You find Minuski, I'm gone. Bye. Uh, Minuski, I, I had hellified confidence in him when he first took over as D coordinator because of what he did in uh, San Diego. And I'm trying to, I'm, I need to look that up and see what where, was him and then uh, Ron Rivera. While you look that up, let's take a break. Let's get back. We'll come back. We'll talk more about um, coaching change, possible coaching changes. And then I want to get into a little bit of what players on the Redskins roster that shouldn't be on there in 2020. We'll go over both of our lists. This is DC Sports Rundown by the sideline judges. We'll be right back. He'll be back in this thing like we never left. Now, before we went to break, I was uh trying to get some things together, but I was telling BJ, and we're joined by Delonte. What up, what up? Good to hear from you, brother. It's been too long. Yes, sir. But we I was telling uh BJ and Delonte off air that. Ron Rivera and Greg Minuski have been replacing, well, Minuski has been replacing Ron Rivera since 2010. Uh, 2000, Ron Rivera was the D coordinator 2008, 2010 for San Diego Chargers. 2011, Greg Minuski. You know, and they have crossed paths kind of sort of on the, either on the way in or the way out. And now it looks like that's about to happen now. But uh, thinking about coaches, I- I'm not worried about defense, per se, with the Ron Rivera hiring, if it happens. I'm worried about who you're going to bring in on offense. Who's going to be the mentor to Dwayne Haskins, Kelvin Harmon, Terry McLaurin? 
uh, Darius Geis. Are you going to bring back an Adrian Peterson? We'll talk about that later. But who's going to mentor these young kids? Are you going to keep Kevin O'Connell? Will you retain Bill Callahan? Because I would keep Bill Callahan, especially as my O-line coach, because of what he did with a reclamation project such as Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers, yep. So we talked about that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's those are my questions. Who are you bringing in on the offensive side of the ball? Or are you keeping the guys you got on offense the same? You're going to keep the young up and comer Kevin O'Connell because you don't want another, which would be what the third or fourth guy to get out of the building and probably go somewhere and be successful. If you let Kevin O'Connell well, go, I mean, but you can't you can't think like that. You can't think like that. You, right now, right now, like I said, I, I don't want to pound this into the ground, but like I said, right now, this is this is not, you know, a franchise that's this is the dark days right now, this franchise. And I don't think a young, inexperienced coach right now would be the best thing for the Redskins. That's why I like Ron Rivera. I like what he brings to the table. And if him and the owner, Mr. Snyder, was having dinner, maybe that's something they're talking about and ironing out because Ron Rivera knows he who he wants to bring in. Who he wants to bring in. Maybe that's being talked about keeping uh, Kevin O'Connell as the offensive coordinator or uh, what personnel he doesn't like or wh- whatever the case may be. I'm sure a lot is being talked about. And also, you know, what it just came in my mind, KG, if Ron Rivera and Steve Wilkes become the defensive coordinator, Ron Rivera the head coach, does he? Cause he has ties with Josh Norman. Does he keep Josh Norman on? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because he was successful in Carolina. No, he wasn't. Well, Josh, he had. To the, he to had. The extent where he the, had. The Redskins made him one of the highest paid cornerbacks in the league. And I disagree with that when they did it. He had a, a, a couple of good battles with some top corners, but he was still getting burnt. There, but he still he wasn't even the best corner on Carolina. Captain Mutterland was. So I, I don't I don't want to hear that. Uh, no, no. Uh, that 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 you know what? Josh I'm just throwing Norman, it out there, but they. I'm just throwing no, it no. out there. Carolina ties. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, it was, no, just a, no. it was just a, a thought that came to my head. You, you know what Josh Norman is? Josh Norman is uh, a 69 Impala. No, take that back. Take that back. Josh Norman is a 1969 Pontiac GTO with the head is coming out the hood and the flames going down the side, 22-inch rims on it, chrome made. But his alternator don't work, and he he got a bad distributor cap. So uh, yeah, he's pretty think, much useless. I think I think that's I think that's pretty generous for Josh and Allman. I thought you was going to come in with the transmission is missing. Yeah, nah. all this stuff, and there's no transmission or no engine in that mug. Well, that's hey, kind of generous, KG. But I'm not even trying to be generous. I'm trying to, but you can look flashy as you want, but if you're not serviceable, 
you do us no justice. You don't do anything. And I've been saying get rid of Josh Norman for the last three seasons yeah. because he's been on decline. That he Hell. has, and I, I really thought the, the opportunity was going to be this preseason. I thought they were going to cut ties with him, but uh, for whatever reason, they decided to keep him on. So, Well, I got a quick Delonte, question. Oh, I got a question for you, too. All right. My, um, quick question. How old is Josh uh, Norman? Uh, hold on. I got it pulled up right here, too. I'm glad you said that. Um, my question for you, good sir, is Mm-hmm. Don't you don't you need the kitchen redone or something? Maybe he can hang some cabinets or something. Yeah, he, he can do that. He can definitely do that because he was he was getting burnt toast. He is thirty two oh, years old. Season. Yeah, he. <clears throat> I think his his career. I think he's done so bad in Washington. I think his career may be over. I don't. I don't. I just can't see a team picking him up. Even for the veterans minimum, when it's just so many other serviceable cornerbacks that actually can run, I you know I, I just can't see that happening. But I mean, you know, we're always wrong. You know, anything can happen. So, um, fellas. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, BJ. So, real quick, is 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 DJ Swanger uh, vindicated? Because he said how bad the culture was. And absolutely. He got it's, cut. It, absolutely. It does, does Scott McGloin, uh, is, is he owed an apology? <laughs> he should have got an apology the day they made, they fabricated that BS story that he relapsed. But yeah, I mean, when, when you have somebody like, you know, I know DJ Swearinger is a, you know, a, a kind of a, you know, a, a Unicorn, but he was right. He was a hundred percent right. Uh, and, and a lot of the players have been taking stabs and jabs at different parts of this organization. Trent um, Williams being the most open about his situation and what happened. But like I said, you don't hear this from good organizations, even the good organizations that are down, like the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, um, even even Delonte's team, Denver, you don't hear this type of stuff where people are taking jabs at the owner, the GM, you know, the fans. Ah, uh, you know. Uh-oh, it, what happened? What happened? No, nah, I mean, happened? well, right now our, our team is, is, is controlled by a trust. But um, the Pat Bowen's daughter, they're trying to position her to, like, take over ownership. But it's it's the other kids, you know, they, they kind of chime in with like crazy stuff. So, you know, we got that. But I mean it's it's pretty tame. But you know, we it is it ain't, you know, you know, squeaky clean in, in, in the land of uh Denver. You know what? I, I can't stand that. And it happened here, and that's why I think that's one of the reasons why the Redskins have been uh in purgatory for the last 20 years because when Jack Kent Cook was alive, this team was all about winning, trying to get something together. I mean, he was a little tight, but he was trying to get a winning product. When he passed away, 
And we thought John Ken Cook was going to take over. And the winning waves are going to continue, you know, a couple down years. Then we'll be right back on top. And it was only, what, five years in of, of down year, four, four or five years in down years. Danny takes over because they they take the team away from John because it was said to be put up for sale after his death. I think that's, I just can't stand that. But then you, on the other hand, you got older teams. The, 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 the Ford family has owned the Lions for years. The Rooney family in Pittsburgh, the Hallis family, which is now uh, the McCaskey family in Chicago. And two of those three, they're not very good. I mean, they don't put a good product on the field at all. But why does why do they always take the, the teams away from the family, put them in trust and things like that? And you got a board of directors. And it never works out. It's like it's a rudderless ship. But I mean, I, I know we're getting off topic, but that's just my thought. Well, I'm I'm gonna get us right back on topic. And here's here's the big thing. And I'm gonna start with KG. Players on this current roster that and, and, you know, you don't have to necessarily name reason, but you can that you do not want to see in 2020 on this Redskins roster. Okay. Players I don't want to see on this Redskin roster. Colt McCoy. Uh Sad to say, Chris Thompson. Yeah, you got real robotic there, brother. What, 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 you got real robotic. What's going on? My bad. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Okay, yeah. I was saying I, I definitely agree with the Chris Thompson. I agree with that. Okay. Uh, mm, unfortunately, because of medical issues, I don't want to see Jordan Reed back. I'd rather see Jordan Reed in another capacity with the team for the sake of his health. Because I am scared he's going to get another concussion and it's going to turn him into a vegetable. I'm talking like Meldrick Taylor type. And I, I don't want to see that happen. And I'm not saying Meldrick Taylor is a vegetable, but if you uh, forget who he's fighting after that fight, you saw the noticeable difference because he took a lot of damage in a fight. Um, who else? Uh, Chase Rouillet. He, he, uh, he can go. Uh, of course, your boy, Josh Norman. Uh, I, think I, I think that's a consensus across Redskins fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm ready to move on from Vernon Davis. I think it's time for him to hang up, hang him up too. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Case Keenum. You know what? I, I I I can deal with Case. I didn't want him at first because I was like, you know, let's get somebody young because that it was the price tag that got me. Um, I guess that's about it. It's guys that I want to see back. I mean, I this receive. Oh, Paul Richardson. That's another one. <laughs> let's not forget that guy. I don't want to see Paul Richardson back. I didn't want to see Paul Richardson here in the first place. So I yeah, damn I, sure don't see him back. 
I definitely agree with Paul Richardson. I, I I didn't understand why they brought him in with the contract they brought him in for. Um, and he just hasn't produced at all here. Uh, I'm on board with Chris Thompson. That I, I've seen enough of that. Um, I actually um, would not like to see AP back next year. Wow. You've um, gone crazy. You've gone crazy. Yeah, wow. I, 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 know I'm in the, I know I'm in the minority in that, but you know, AP, you know, he seems to tend to be a, a, a little selfish and a little about me at times. And you got a young team here and you have, you know, backs you need <laughs> to be explosive. And don't get me wrong, um, you know, AP can still grind. He, he's going he's gonna to be in the Hall of Fame. But at the same time, this is it's going to become a dog and pony show where, uh, all he, you know, he's seven off the list from passing, such and such on the touchdown list. He needs sixty yards, and you know, you shouldn't have to feel pressure to get him down sixty yards or get him seven touchdowns or whatever the case may be to pass this person because that's not what it's about for this team right now. This team is in a rebuild mode, so that's my reason for AP. Is he still a a serviceable back, a, a running back? Absolutely, but it's a reason why he he got ran out of. The Saints organization and the Cardinals. There's a reason, ladies and gentlemen. And I, like I said, I know I'm in the minority with this, but it, it's just my opinion. Of course, Paul Richardson um, cut him yesterday. Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis. And I, I said this in the beginning of the year that if Jordan Reed, you know, you, you, you got to think about somebody's health. And for Jordan Reed, he has to think about his own health. For the Washington Redskins, not only do they got to think about his health, but they have to think about the business side. You're not getting any production out of that. And I, I don't want to sound cold and cold-hearted, but that's that's how you build good teams. So it's time to cut, pull the plug. Whether he's going to do it or not, it's time for the Redskins to pull the plug on Jordan Reed. Vernon Davis also get some young blood in there get some quick, faster tight ends or, you know, blocking tight ends, whatever you want to get. Um, I'm on the border for Morgan Moses just because of, um, at times, he just doesn't seem like he's a monster. Don't get me wrong, but just at times he just gets, it just seems like he's stuck in sand. And that's going to get Dwayne Haskins killed. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, who else on that offense that uh, I, I wouldn't mind saying. I think, I think that's it on the offense. Now, let, let me tell you something on Darius Geis before I move to the defense. If I'm a GM for the Redskins, I have the red flag in my back pocket. I'm, I has, it hasn't been completely risen yet because we just talked about the troubles with the training staff. And I thought he was rushed back a couple of weeks ago before he injured himself. Me and KG said, don't bring him back. It seems like they're rushing him back. But when he came back, he had that pop. He had that different gear that the Redskins have been missing at running back for a long time. But later on in the draft, this 2020 draft, I'm looking for a running back. Because if he hurts his knee again, how many how many times did he, his, he hurt his knee, KG? Three times? Three, Three times. Mm-hmm. If he hurts that knee again. You could be talking about something serious, and you have to be prepared. I know they, they, they. I keep, I keep, I can't remember the 
the running back's name they drafted from college. He was hurt. They put him on a Bryce Love. Unable to, Bryce Love. Now, if he's ready to come back, you see what you got there um, with AP. If you're going to bring AP back, then fine. But I, I, I have I, I need an insurance policy for Darius Geis. That's just my personal opinion. Okay? Defensively, number one on everybody's list, number 24, Josh Norman. He has to go. There's oh, yeah. no wiggle room for him to come back in any capacity. Um, I think that something that should have been done on a trade deadline, I don't think Ryan Kerrigan will be back with this team. Especially don't if the Redskins that. draft Chase Young. I don't think Ryan Kerrigan don't. will be back. But hold on. Don't say that. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's about you have a 32. I think it's 32, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kerrigan is 32. You have a 32 year old and, and, and brother, the Patriot, all the good teams do it. Just look around the league. When, it, when it's time, it's time. You have to know when to cut. It might not be the most popular decision. But he should have been traded at the deadline and sent to a contender that needed him. I know he, he says all the right things about wanting to be here in Washington, you know, wanting to be a red skin alive. I understand that. That's great. But at the same time, if, if Chase Young is where they're going, you're going to have Montez Sweat on one end, Chase Young on the other end. So it's no, somebody, somebody's going to be the odd man out, and that's Ryan Kerrigan. But see, that that's just it. And everybody's talking about Chase Young and getting Chase Young. But you're forgetting you have Brian Anderson. You have Montez Sweat. You have players that play the same position that are getting their shine. But, I mean, this is 3-4. These are 3-4 guys. Now, Kerrigan can still be a linebacker in a 4-3. He just wouldn't be a rushing. He could be, even be a rushing linebacker. I mean, LT did it. But do you move him to the line and put the hand in the dirt? Same thing with Sweat. Do you move him to the line and put the hand in the dirt? But if you do that, then what about Ionitis and, and Allen? What, what and happens see, those guys? I, and see, this, this is what I'm about to, I was about to get to that. Because... I think a lot of it is the scheme they're running. I, I, I really think it is. I just think it's a bad scheme because Allen and Payne, the way the Redskins get gashed on the ground, like for me, that's just not working right now. I mean, you got your big boys up front. And I understand, you know, it's 11 on the team. But this team, with that front, seven, my, you know, minus Montez Sweat, of course, he wasn't there last year. Has been getting gashed on the ground. Basically, I want to say they were having their struggles last season, but definitely after we went to that Texans game last year at home, they mm-hmm. got they've been getting gashed on the ground since then. So it's part of his scheme, I think so. I think you know, a change in defensive philosophy, maybe better technique. I don't. You know, seeing what I've seen from Minuski, I don't really, you know, I just don't think he's a good coach. And, you know, everybody else, somebody came to his defense. I forgot who it was. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And right now, his defense sucks ass. Passing, 
running, um, audible, you name it. Technique, they, they suck. So, um, yes, something is going to have to give with the Alabama connection up front. Um, I think that's all I have for right now. For right now, for at, at, at for for as far as players that don't need to be on a roster in twenty twenty, you got anybody, Delonte? Um, and then I'm I apologize to any Skins fans, uh, but I'm have to go with um, I, and I think we we, we mentioned them. Um, I'm have to go with uh, Darius Geis. Like the dude can't stay healthy, man. You know, he can't stay healthy. I mean, and, and this, in turn, it has allowed AP to come in. You know, AP, he's been, you know, productive, um, you know, considering his age and, you know, his, his off the off the field tribulations. But um, yeah, Darius Geis, man, he just, he, he just, you know, like foot, like, the, like NFL, man, you know, like, of course, like injuries happen, but. You know, when a, a player becomes injury prone, you know, I'm pretty sure that scares like some teams off. Like that raises, you know, some concerns, some red flags. So I gotta go with Darius uh Darius Geis, man. And I, I think that's fair. I, I really do. I think that's fair. I he looks like a really good back. But if you only play two or three games and something else hurt and this is that and hurt, it's just as a business, as an NFL team, it, you have to know when to pull the plug. And I think if another knee injury happens this coming season, because we're talking about now until training camp starts, but when they first report, you got all that time to heal, rehab, get yourself together. Something else happens. You're really going to have to, and it, it, you know, you could go through the draft, you can go through free agency. It's a lot of backs out there that can be serviceable. So, um, where else? Where we got? What else we got on the table, KG? Well, I'm gonna tell you this because uh, we talking about what's on the table. You trying to ship the showstopper off? The showstopper is 31, right? Draws a lot of double teams, frees up a lot of space, and him on one side, sweat on the other. Great. Everybody's hyping up Chase Young. I Chase Young is a Freaking monster. But my question is, why are you drafting more people? Why why would you draft somebody else and you already have the talent at that position? But, but that brother, doesn't make sense to me. It, it makes sense if, if Ryan Kerrigan is 31 years old, brother. He can't play forever. And here's no, the other I know thing, that. And here's the other thing with the Chase Young thing. If Trent Williams decides that even with the events that happened today, that that's still not good enough for him to come play with the Redskins. Now you need a left tackle. Yes. You need, so, in actuality, you need a right tackle. Yeah, so you, you have to think about these things. Yes, Chase Young would be, be awesome. Now, it, as a Redskins fan, KG, would you be happy if they pulled the Oakland and traded that second pick and had three picks in the first round? I I would enjoy that. But think about this. I'm not saying don't pick Chase Young, because if he, he he's going to be a contributor. But 
we got to you got to think and I, i'm i you know what i skipped over a name when you said we said tackle you got garon christian who can play both tackles so we 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 got him he's coming along very well he's lost weight came overcame the injury and played very well this season and he could play a little guard uh and then donald penn i don't want donald penn back as a player i want donald penn back as one of my position coaches because I would love for him and his knowledge because he sits on the bench and he talks to those guys on that line. So I, I, I would love to see Donald Penn back as a position coach. Donald but, Penn. Yeah. I love Donald Penn. I love him. Uh, he, he's coming there at, uh, how old is Donald Penn? 30, 36. 38? 36. He's coming there and been an absolute monster. Yeah, of course, he's not Trent Williams. But he definitely, definitely did his thing this year. Big ups to Donald Penn. Um, yeah, you know, is it only he can make that decision if it's time for him to hang it up or not? You know, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, if 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 he's up to it, I would love to see him coach an offensive lineup. Absolutely, you know, you know. But we will see. Um, Fellas, we need to be wrapping this up because it's going to be a busy week at Redskins Park. It's just the, the tip of the iceberg, and it's going to be a lot of things going on this week. Um, the Ron Rivera, you know, whole situation still has to be uh, finalized. That's still, you know, up in the air. So we shall see. Um, a lot of names have been thrown around in the last week. So we just have to see what's going to be solid, what's going to be concrete. So with that being said, any final thoughts, fellas? Uh, nah, man, you know, just keep an eye out on um, playoffs. Um, good luck to all the teams in there. Uh, BJ, good luck to Buffalo. Um, uh, keep an eye out on this Dallas situation. I guess it ain't a matter of, of, of if, I guess it's a matter of when. Way uh, Garrett gonna be showing the door, but you know that's it, man. Well, for me, uh, I just got a text message, and uh, Daniel Snyder wants to meet me for dinner tomorrow night. So maybe I might even be able to get a coaching job. So uh, some, I might be the next state. state coach. Uh, uh, no, no, no. He, he, he just taking me to Burger King. Oh, well, bring me a burger back then. Um, I mean, as long as it ain't an impossible burger. You talking about Dan Snyder, so the Burger King should be closed. It should just be you and him in there. Yeah, but I mean, he he, I I can kind of tell this is just like just a token interview to see, you know, gauge my interest in the job. Because if he wanted me to take the job, he'd take me to Hardee's. So well, hey, wild card weekend coming up. We will be back on. Um, like I said, it's a lot to get to this week. Way too much for this just this one show. We got uh, Buffalo going to Houston to play the Texans. We have the Titans going to New England. The Chiefs and the Ravens had the first round buys. Uh, NFC, the 49ers and the Packers had the first round buys. The Vikings have to go to the Saints. And the Seahawks have to go to the Eagles. It's going to be a full wild card weekend. I think the games are going to be really good. I don't see any particular game that 
uh, you look at it and be like, oh, this team is but maybe the Seahawks. But the Seahawks, for me, the disadvantage is them having to go from Seattle all the way to Philly. So one one coast to the other coast. But we'll see. They are the better team. They are the, they, they're the hotter team right now. So it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend, fellas. Um, we we we're wrapping it up. We will be back with uh, the latest, greatest Redskins news. You know, keep us tuned in. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We will be on top of it. Uh, for myself, BJ, KG, Delonte, this is DC Sports Rundown presented by the Sideline Junkies. And that's it for us. Catch y'all next time. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.